0: Listener, listener, listener. I was told to mention that, uh, so you guys didn't think that we accidentally uploaded the raw audio again, which has been done before. Uh, thanks for tuning in after this little hiatus that to the top talk went on. Hiatus? Is it? We, we've had hiatuses in the past. Is it hiatuses? Is it hi eye I don't know. Um, show's going to be a little bit different now, uh, just like this open opening monologue is right now. Um, But also, it's going to be a lot of the same, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's a new year. It's a new look. It's a new to the top talk. Let's get to the show. Welcome to the top talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and Happy New Year. Recording this on January the 2nd from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. Joining me now, and get used to this guy because he's going to be here each and every week, the one and only Patrick Lowry.
1: What up, Pilo? What is going on, Mr. Bailey? How we doing? Feeling good? Happy New Year? We're doing great. We're
0: doing wonderful. I'm doing. I'm doing a lot better because uh, i got my got me a little run in. Yeah. Uh, earlier this afternoon, took off my normal two miles that I do around the neighborhood. That turned into a little bit over a five k. I'm not saying that I'm Jim Cole like yet. Um, that dude ran forty nine freaking miles last week. i right. uh, raising money for the ARC, which is incredible. But uh, I did. I, I I I feel good. Got out. Uh, beautiful weather. Just cracked open a beer. The beer tastes great after a long run and um yeah man just uh glad that you took the reins on all of the other technical stuff the entire day <laughs> and um and we've, we got this thing rolling so let's hope that it comes out okay yeah man i'm uh,
1: excited uh what an opportunity uh big shoes to fill um i know a while back uh you had mentioned and called me about about this opportunity and about uh you know maybe stepping in and, and stuff like that and i put some thought behind it and, and it, it honestly it didn't really take me long to say yes uh, i've always been a fan of you guys and and i know uh, super humble uh thankful for the opportunity looking forward to uh taking over and, and helping out where we can and uh you know like we said we got some new things coming we got a lot planned we got uh some new directions some new segments and things I'm sure we'll jump into and lots of different, uh, things we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but like I said, I am excited to be here, uh, and can't wait to get rolling.
0: Awesome. Well, you know, w- w- when the seat opened up, uh, and I found out that I was going to kind of be running point on this thing. Uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of people that we know and a bunch of people that will probably pop in on episodes from time to time, but, um, you're at the very top of the list. Um, First of all, you kind of live in that world anyway, <laughs> work-wise, right, uh, right. and you've been on the show a few times too, so people kind of already know a lot about uh, who Patrick Lowry is, Pilo, affectionately known as. Um That's right. But for the people that haven't, the people that don't know you, I wanted you to kind of give everyone your Southern Miss story. You know how you became a fan, uh, your your time as a student here, and I know that you you worked on campus for a while. Um, yep just just let everybody know just you know what's going on in pilo land how'd you get here
1: yeah i mean uh gosh you know or i guess i could really uh accredit it back to my brother my an older brother chris uh he's two years older than me he came to southern miss um and actually was a cheerleader here cheered all cheered multiple years uh on the sidelines and um I kind of came up and stayed a couple of times with him and kind of fell in love with Hattiesburg, stuff like that. And it wasn't long that was a much longer after that, that that TCU game happened and Ooh. I was still in high school. Um, but I came up on a Thursday night with my dad. We experienced that. And I think that laid the groundwork for me to kind of become just this fanatical fan. And I think since that game uh, I've missed maybe three games in the Rocks since that 2003 game. Um, and so, you know, um, that fandom kind of turned uh, into me, you know, meeting my wife here, uh, Lisa, we met at Southern Miss. She's a Hattiesburg native, went to Oak Grove. Her family bleeds black and gold. Uh, so I married right into that. And uh, then, you know, worked at the university for a little while in enrollment management and kind of was helping with admissions and financial aid and stuff like that. And uh, kind of on the kind of got into marketing and, and stuff like that and ended up working in athletics for several years as a designer and creative uh, and really the first full time photographer that athletics had on staff. It was pretty young in that era to have a full time graphics person and a full-time photographer. Uh, Fast forward to today, and we realize how important that is and how everybody has this massive creative team with recruiting graphics and just the world that we live in, how crazy uh, everything moves. So uh, I was kind of on the forefront of that and kind of got out of that and got into what I'm doing now, uh, kind of a creative director and doing marketing and design for an outstanding company in Horn. Uh, and so I was able to kind of become a fan again. I remember what that was like. And then, you know, we moved back to Hattiesburg. And I think I just got connected with you guys uh, doing some graphics and stuff for the podcast. And that evolved into T-shirt design. And then, you know, we hit a home run with the Superback shirt. And we all know that how that story happened at La Tech. And we made those shirts. They exploded. And then I think that kind of started the relationship down the road with Coach Hall and, um kind of cranking out t-shirts we all know what happened during baseball season this past year and the momentum we had <laughs> with the rally cat and the rally paddle and all that stuff that happened uh and so it just kind of kept evolving and i cannot wait uh it's right around the corner to happen again
0: yeah no doubt um and, and talking about being the photographer at that i miss i think you might still have the scar to prove it from uh from the line drive baseball that you took up against up against the dugout yeah, over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a time where actually Coach Barry gave me his skull helmet uh, because I had to see. He, he said, if you're going to be out here, you got to wear a helmet because uh, <laughs> thanks to Tim Lynch and his late uh, swings on pitches, he liked to foul them over to that dugout. Uh, and you know, after I left, they decided to get those camera whales, which I'm still on Jack Duggan and, uh, the marketing team and communications team about putting me a plaque up. I think they should be named after me as many baseballs as I took to the head, to the <laughs> ankle, uh, trying to capture some photos, but I have officially retired from baseball photography. I am no more for sure.
0: Right. Um, and you mentioned the, uh, TCU game. Uh, kind of uh being your 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 first taste of uh of real action at the rock you know i mean i came in at a great time too i got here in 97 right oh, man! so talk about really kind of getting here uh at, at mm-hmm. i, I want to say the peak of of sun miss uh football and and it it kind of was but that, it was also kind of right in the middle of it you know uh that springboard right. um at least for the next ten ten 10 years or so so that was cool um it's, it's got to be something like that to get people involved. And then once you get involved, man, it just gets in, it just gets in you, you know, and, and you've got to do it. I know, you know, you're an Eagle Club member, um, a season ticket holder in most sports. And um, I think, you know, jumping off points like you and I had um, kind of lead itself to that. And maybe a lot of people just graduating uh, recently from Southern Miss, they're kind of coming in at a pretty good time too because, I mean, we got three sports rocking and rolling. The yep. same damn time. I'm not sure if that is, if that's ever happened while I've been around.
1: It has been a while since I feel like we have, it feel like we've been really good in one of the three big sports. And then uh, for us to be clicking, uh, you know, with upward trajectory and football, obviously baseball, we're still riding the wave and uh, you know, with football, we're just beating the green wave, um, you know, but, uh, <laughs> But excited. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine what it feels like. I was actually thought that the last basketball game we had uh, against App State, I I was kind of looking across at that student section and kind of thinking about, because we were one of the – I was one of the original loonies, Larry's loonies, with Coach Eustace. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, man, just that excitement of, you know, obviously we've been down for several years with basketball. But just the energy back in in Reed Green – um i mean there's some of my favorite moments uh during my student career uh was being in reed green and it just being absolutely nuts in there it's a great time yeah
0: yeah i mean for for, for all the faults that the reed green has uh when, when it's full or even like half full a lot of those faults uh, go out the window because it gets loud i don't know something the acoustics in there or I don't know what the hell it is. Uh, it's the circle with the rectangle in the middle of it and all that, and make whatever joke, joke that you want to, but the damn place gets crazy loud. It's, it's yeah, there were really moments
1: cool. in Upstate during the game when it really, it was flashes of that. 3,200 in there, right? Right, right.
0: That's 32, yeah. which is, it's, it still reads, I think, that the place holds 8,300 people. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> Back in the day, in in, in the uh, in the late Eustachian days and definitely the two Tyndall years, um, you know, you would have, an announced crowd of 6,800 i'm looking around going
1: where could you fit two more thousand people
0: (laughs) i mean there's no chance in hell you can get that many more in here i mean you might see an open spot here or there and you got to figure that guy's going to the bathroom or whatever but um i don't know maybe when they put the little the huts over there the shooting houses as i like to call them where the media sits Mm. um maybe that took away a lot of the a lot of the um a lot of the numbers, but anyway, um, but yeah, man, you mentioned the you mentioned the t-shirts. So you've been the whole day today. You've been uh, sitting at the computer trying to get everything switched over. Um, there's so much technical stuff that you would call and ask me, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> You better Google it or call Jamie. I have no idea. But right. but uh, did you did you go, did you get anything done as far as um, people want to go get the show now? Do they still go to this? Do they still go to Apple? Do they still go to uh, where they normally get podcasts? How is that? Is that still a work in progress?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're in the process of, of that. But uh, as of right now, as we're recording this, we should be uh, once we publish, we should be available on Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, where else? I guess uh, maybe Google Podcast and uh, Anchor, which is a Spotify platform as well. So I think we're slowly adding a couple of more uh, once everything kind of gets switched over. But as of right now, the major, from looking at some of our analytics, the majority of our listeners come through Apple and Spotify. So I think we're hitting... We're hitting those for sure so uh i think we're in a good spot but again it's it's bear with us during the transition if, if something doesn't look right let us know reach out to us on on social send us a dm uh we're out there uh and let us know and uh we will definitely get it fixed
0: right and and as far as uh you know how the show is going to be now in the in the open we kind of mentioned that. Some things are going to stay the same. Uh, some things are going to change. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a little fresher. I mean, look, honestly, it got to the point to where Shane and Jamie and I could just show up with nothing and knock out an episode. And, and, and it, it, I think it, it remained relevant. And people kind of knew the flow of the show. We're going to get that. Um, but, you know, through the years, started off with just Jamie. And I was a guest from time to time. Uh then, then I was a part of the show for for always, and then Shane came along the last couple of years, and uh, we had to, to, to get our, our flow down and our timing, and just got to be second nature. Uh, we've had several guests, uh, former players, coaches, fans of Southern Miss. Kilo, we mentioned you've been on before. Um, mm-hmm. so, so a lot of that is the same stuff, but... You know, so you might be asking yourself as a listener, what's going to be different? Um, and even though we don't have it set in stone yet, this is going to be a, a living and breathing show. Uh, it's, it's definitely not going to be cookie cutter. Uh, Pilo and I have real big boy jobs. And this is a hobby, 1000%. <laughs> that just happens, you know, but with Pilo here, uh, we've already got great graphics and, and we've got great, uh, Jamie's done an outstanding job forever, um, really teaching himself how to do all of those things? Pillow is, is like a like um, you're you're a trained assassin with uh, with graphics and um, and with putting out those things like that damn uh, rally cat shirt, man. That's still one of my favorite t-shirts of all time. Um, so so, but what is going to be different? Well, uh, we're gonna have some new segments. Um, there's gonna be a to the top talk mailbag. You might want to jot this down. Um, to the top talk at gmail.com. Any questions you might have during the week, uh, when you're driving around, if you heard something on the show, that was incorrect. Uh, yeah, I get it. I didn't do much research, but go ahead. Let me know about it. Um, like some questions, comments. Right? Yeah. yeah. sports, <laughs> Yeah. Spring sports. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, um, just if you want to tell us how awesome we are, that would be great. Drop a line on the email and more than likely it'll be included on the show. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, we might have zero emails come through, or we might have 150 emails. If it's 150, they're not all making the show. Um, but, and you and I have talked about, uh, some of the other segments that we're probably going to include. And really we're stealing, we're stealing from other shows we listen to that we enjoy. Um, we had mentioned having a snake draft, uh, segment on random topics. Maybe that's something that you can throw in the email. If you're a listener and you're like, I wonder what these guys are thinking about, oh, I don't know, uh,
1: television shows that are on right now. Right, or, top five shows, or, top five, yeah. uh, concession sand items at the peak.
2: Whatever Anything you hear, like whatever that. Whatever
1: you want to hear us kind of snake drive back and forth, let us know. Let us know ahead of
0: time because I'm actually going to – if you don't let me know ahead of time, I'm just going to go blank you're going to mention it and I'm going to go blank. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Past hot dog. I have, I have nothing to talk about with a concession. Um, rapid fire questions with special guests. We're going to get back to doing a lot more uh, guest oriented um, interviews. I, that's one of my favorite things that I've done since I've uh, been on the show. And I mentioned it on our signing off episode that just all these, I mean, just, you know, the, the, um, just elite, the uh, royalty of Southern Miss. I've, I've interviewed a lot wow. of them, and uh, it is really cool picking their brain, trying to you know figure out how the hell did, did Jeff Cook hit a lot of home runs. He's not that big. Um, and, and, and being able to talk to, to all these guys is just fantastic. So that's uh, we're going to have some rapid-fire rapid questions. We're going to include the guest on that. Um, here's one that a lot of people didn't know, Patrick probably uh be dialed into Uh, foodie talk with pilo kind of like the whiskey thing that we did with shane but foodie talk with pilo uh do you have any idea how you're going to do that pilo
1: yeah i mean uh actually you know it's kind of funny i i uh i work with a lot of people from the madison ridgeland area and i know we have a pretty good alumni base in the jackson area and so thinking about segments of things that we wanted to do um I know a lot of people come to Hattiesburg and they may just be down here for a game day or something like that, or wanna know what's going on in the Hattiesburg area. Uh, And so I I, uh, actually created a Instagram, hub city underscore eats, hub city eats. And so I'm actually featuring a lot of local uh, restaurants and kind of giving my spin on places to go, uh, things you gotta do, dishes you gotta eat, places that have good service, places that are local to Hattiesburg, special, make Hattiesburg unique. Uh, and so, like I said, I work with a lot of people in that area. I was always kind of, I'm always talking about Hattiesburg. They know I'm a Hattiesburger through and through. And uh, so eventually they talked me into this, like, hey, you really need to start. You know, we know you're a photographer. We know you probably take pictures of your food like every millennial does. Uh, and so I had, I had all this uh, content and I was just kind of sitting on it. Uh, And so that's something I figured that you know some people may be interested in. People maybe that are from Hattiesburg or hadn't been to Hattiesburg in a while haven't seen what Midtown has to option uh, has to offer, or even what's happening downtown and all the new things that's going on down there. So uh, I think you know obviously we have a listener base outside of uh, in the Hattiesburg area, but we also have folks you know outside that may get here and just may want to go somewhere that's very Hattiesburg. Uh, And so I hope we can provide. You know, just some recommendations and just some things that's kind of happening around town and, uh, you know, places that that we think are are pretty solid. I know that uh, there's a lot of places uh, in that downtown area that that are really starting to surge and starting to get more popular. And um, I mean, anything we can do to help out Toby in the city of Hattiesburg, I'm all in.
0: And if you're one of those restaurant owners uh, and or managers and you're looking to advertise any of that food that Pilo is going to be tweeting out, uh, you can find us at uh, to the top at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, Absolutely. I want to put you on the spot. Absolutely. Hey,
1: um, and we are not past this doing is a live show, uh, live recording, uh, setting up, posting up, going live coming, and giving you guys plenty mm-hmm. shout outs.
0: Right, so I'm going to put you on the spot. It's going to be a foodie spot. Uh-oh. And I just jotted this down while we were talking. Um, so I hope you know your your stuff here. Uh, I'm just going to ask you for a top three restaurants in the Hattiesburg area. So that can be West Hattiesburg, that can be Midtown, that can be Downtown. Okay. Top three restaurants in Hattiesburg for nachos. For nachos.
1: Okay, easily Ooh, okay, number one, I got to go with the Hog, Mahogany Bar at Crescent City, uh, nachos, uh, fried jalapenos on top. You can add your protein, whether that's like beef, ground beef, crawfish, shrimp, solid. And if you're there between happy hour, which I think is like three to seven during the week, it's half price. So you're getting like two for one well drinks. Hmm. Uh, and half-price appetizers, which is mine and li- one of mine and Lisa's favorite things to do during the week, kind of get away and do a date night, is go there. Yeah. Half-price appetizers, two for one drinks. It's fantastic. Hard to beat. I've so met I you. Gotta put that uh, in one.
0: Yeah. I think Katie and I came and met you one time. You and Lisa up at uh, El Rio. El Rio.
1: Rayo? Yes. El Rio. Yeah.
0: Rio. Yeah.
1: Uh, same as the right hog, right? well, you know, it's I mean, same building.
0: Yeah. All right, so number right. one, the hog. Who you got in the two spot?
1: Man, I think Robert St. John might do a clean sweep. Um, any other places. Number two, I got to go with Ed's Burger Joint. The Buffalo Chicken Nachos, I think, are a home run. I have an image of them on my Instagram. Uh, they are fantastic i mean so much chicken if you're a buffalo person if you like buffalo sauce some people aren't into spicy mm-hmm. uh so if you like the buffalo i think i think that's the way to go that's got to be number two for me and man am i really going to give all three to Robert robertson john <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: what is that i mean i think i got to i, I mean because it's because it's so specific and niche to nachos i think i'm gonna have to i mean the tin can nachos a are fantastic and can feed like a family of four uh but b the presentation when they bring it out of that can and kind of spiral it out on the plate it's worth the price uh, the price of that's a del raya so. right Yes. Yep. Yep. So you can go right there to Crescent City and be between three of the best <laughs> and not even, have to, not even have to move your car. I mean, what an experience!
0: I'm gonna have to give a uh, some honorable mention here. You, you're the foodie. You know this way more than I do. Yeah, I'm fresh on my mind.
1: Too. Yeah. Um, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, one's fresh on my mind because we just had it last night. Um, but, but the first one I wanted to mention was four, three bar. I mean, I think it's the best bar, bar food in town. Um, yes. and, uh, that, that's kind of our go-to spot over there. But the ones we had last night, uh, we stopped into glory bound and they're the pita chips, right? Oh. Uh, just got the ground beef on them. But, uh, but, but, but the pita chips add a little bit extra to that. And, um, and they were fantastic. Will Taylor over at glory bound does a fantastic job. So those would be they probably would have made your top five or top ten but,
1: yeah absolutely
0: uh, lots absolutely. lots of good places to eat
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so um anyway <laughs> off on a, on a tangent there but that's what foodie with pilos foodie talk with Pilos probably gonna be a lot like i would assume so yeah you'll have some of that um and and we are going to get back to doing more interviews um there to be more full-length interviews where you can just you know just kick it uh, get back and, and, um, just, just sometimes they go 25 minutes. Sometimes they go an hour and a half and I'm like, I gotta get the hell out of here. Uh, just because it's that interesting. Um, more of those walking around interviews, Jamie and I did a little bit of that on the last, uh, f- for the bowl game. Yep. And, and they are, I think everybody likes them. Um, you know, so we're going to try to do more of that kind of stuff. I know there's some more editing involved. I think, uh, that number one, not that I'm going to lean on you for like 100% of that. Uh, hopefully, you can teach me how to do a lot of that. Um, I know that I do know that it is a little bit more time consuming, but uh, they're really cool. So, from time to time, I think we're going to do it. Um, and we had thrown this around, possibly doing a segment uh, live from the roost coming up pretty soon. Uh, you know, I've got the platform that sits on top of the Jeep uh, mm-hmm. down there in the roost. And, you know, whoever's with us at that time, We'll sit up on the roost on, on the platform on the top of the Jeep and then just,
1: you know,
0: do a segment. Um, so yeah. I, I think that would be cool.
1: I mean, uh, I'm already seeing a potential t-shirt live from spot 39. I mean, does it get any better? <laughs> right. uh, you, you know, you get on there, you get a t-shirt. Uh, I, I like it. I like it.
0: Yeah. And, and you mentioned the live shows with uh with video from time to time as well. I, I'm in the works with a friend of mine and and he has all of the equipment uh what what he does not have a lot of is availability. And a lot of times your best ability is availability Bilo. And you know <laughs> whenever this guy's available hopefully about once a month um I I would love to do that. I'd love to do a live show uh where people can come up and who who knows sit in on a segment um tell us how bad we are whatever they want to do um, But we're looking to do a little bit of video. It's where it is right now. There's a lot of people going to that YouTube and to uh, these live video streams Yep. and the perfect place that I think is just 4th Street Bar again. It's like the Mecca of of Southern Miss memorabilia uh, on the walls and if you're, hell, it's right there. It's basically on campus. So. Uh, that would probably be a place where we could do something like that, and I think that it would be pretty neat. Um, and of course, we're going to keep, the, we, you know, we're going to keep the same recap of Southern Miss events, previews of what's coming up. Um, I know Twitter Spaces have become an interesting avenue. We haven't done one of those yet. Um, we won't be the first to do one of these, but it's a new way to get content out there. And that's a possibility. another thing I wanted to mention real quick is that, you know, when we first started this thing, there wasn't one right. Uh, or I say we, when Jamie first started it, it, it was, it was the only one there. So, um, right. in some ways we're, we we kind of kicked it off, I think. Um, and, uh, and there, there, there's so many more out there that there's many places to get the content. So, uh, we're going to jump right in there <laughs> and not only do what we've been doing, but, you know, piggyback off some other people too, because they damn sure off us, uh, piggybacked off us from time to time. Um, but one thing that will never change, and you got my word on this, is that To The Top Talk will always remain a break from all of the high-resource five propaganda out there in the mainstream sports media. We're going to do our best to keep it conversational, keep it entertaining, and keep it Southern Miss. Um... The show is going to be me and Patrick uh, for the most part, Um, but somebody else will be sitting in that third spot from time to time. And who knows? That could be a player. That could be a coach. That could be a diehard fan. That could be um, some dude that we met uh, that night right before we went live at the bar. Who knows? Um, But it's going to be cool, and we're going to keep it that way. Uh, The finger will remain firmly on the pulse of Southern Miss Athletics and that of the Southern Miss fan base. All right and uh man I'm, I'm looking forward to it dude it's uh this is gonna be kind of a it's gonna be a shorter episode than most i think just because we're we're introducing and we're telling people what's going on uh we'll get to a, a little bit of
1: basketball here in a minute but um I mean, what, what do you think pilo you think we can handle this thing man i'm fired up uh just just the opportunity to to be here to sit in this chair uh and to talk about southern miss i mean it's something that I feel like I am talking about it anyway. I know I am talking with you guys, We're uh, texting about it, and, and like we said earlier, I think you know uh, Doctor Joe Paul is president now. Uh, all the three major sports rolling; it's an exciting time to be around Southern Miss, uh, to be in the Hattiesburg area. Uh, like I said, I am fired up. I am ready to go. It's really not that long until we're sitting out in the in, in the roost. Uh, I mean, literally, you know, 40, 45 days uh, away, and, and and we're there, uh, hopefully into the late, late summer uh, in the postseason. So, a uh, lot happening, and, you know, um, let's get going. Absolutely. Well, with all that being said,
0: that's been like, oh, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes of us talking about what the show is probably going to look like. Uh yep. so let's get to a little bit of actual action. Man, basketball's back. We mentioned Reed Green earlier, how cool it is, starting to rock again. Um, but basketball, dude, Jay Ladner and and, and the guys, uh thirteen and two overall, two and O, and the Sun Belt. Uh I think last week we averaged around thirty two hundred, if not a tick more, um, fans. Uh at at those two conference games, and that's without any students on campus, um, of course, uh, because students are out for break. Um, But, yeah, man, we beat Troy. We beat App State. We even tailgated for one of the games for the App State game. I've never tailgated for a game before. Some of the players rolled up outside. We are right there on the south entrance. I don't know what the name of that road is, but it's the south entrance leading straight up to Reed Green Coliseum, um, that's the road that we got our parking K pass James, on. It's I next believe. to – is it K. James? Okay. Uh, there was an editorium on one side and yep. the uh, Dubard School on the other side. So, yeah, we, we set up a um a tailgate out there. Some players were, were coming in. I saw Pinkney roll up. I saw Ryder roll up. I saw Dinajia Harris. Anyway, they were just kind of looking at us like, the hell <laughs> you know um and i mean I, I think they've i think they've gotten used to to more people showing up in reed mm-hmm. green um but uh, but but yeah man it was it was really cool being back i know you and lisa were out of town for the thursday game right but came in back from for the app state game so just gonna hit on that troy game real quick um yeah. it was tough man I, did you watch it on tv yeah, yeah, we kept up with it. Yep. Okay, okay. So this game was close the whole way. Uh, Sixty-four to sixty, Southern Miss wins. Um, Troy's pretty good, right? Uh, that they, if those of you who follow along with Southern Miss, uh, like we do, uh, know that Montana we played earlier this season and they gave us everything that we wanted. Well, Troy beat those guys by about the same score, you know. So you got to figure well. That's a pretty good um, measuring stick. And 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 they they also beat Florida State. I know Florida State's not great this year, but that's still something to hang your hat on. I think anytime you can beat a team like Florida State,
2: Definitely. and
0: they took Arkansas to the wire. Um, Arkansas top ten team. Um, I think the final score they lost by thirteen points, but the game was super close the entire time uh, up there in Fayetteville. So, so the point is, Troy's pretty damn good, um, and it uh, We knew it was going to take the the kind of effort that we ended up getting. For us to win the game, Crawley uh, went for 17 points, six rebounds, five steals. Uh, Hase 16 points, eight rebounds, three blocks. Denaje Harris 12 points, six rebounds, one block. And we have talked about this before with Jamie and Shane, but uh, Pilo, talk about Denaje Harris just a little bit. This guy, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay how I felt about him as a player. Uh, last year or the year before. Yep. Um, but man, something has clicked for DeNagier, and he's a he's just a he's just a different player
1: out there. He's like an he's an animal in there. Uh, he yeah. is Dennis Rodman. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he it's like the guy is so I would say he's way more athletic than Rodman was. But uh, it's it seems like he could put a football uniform on and play tight end for Will Hall starting tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. He looks the part. Uh, He's extremely athletic and obviously in incredible shape. Uh, And it seems like, I mean, he just is always around the basket and either getting that put back or uh, fighting. And man, he just, he looks good doing it. Uh, He looks comfortable with the ball in his hands and his progression from last year to this year has been exponential. Uh, It's exciting to see the growth uh of all the bigs i mean i i think uh all of our big guys are playing well they're aggressive uh and man it's it's just exciting to see we needed it we needed that big body that's athletic that can that can move and when he's in there um our lineup looks strong top to bottom
0: yeah another big body uh deandre pinkney went for 10.6 rebounds and a block and um yeah, man, these big guys they're just, they're going to get balls. Like like yeah. like uh last year in particular. I know we we played bad, right? Last there's not we were bad. We we're very bad. We're a very bad basketball team. We didn't do anything very well. Um and this year, somehow, we have just you talk about a, a, a three hundred or I guess a hundred and eighty degree turnaround. Um mainly through the portal. It's like, you know, Jay Ladner hit on we got nine new guys. And he hit on every one of them, yep. every single one of these guys. Uh, if, if uh, I don't, I don't know that, I mean, that's the equivalent of like making, you play a lot of golf. That's the equivalent of like going out one day and like not missing a putt. <laughs> You're like, how'd you putt today? I I putted it 18 times, you know, <laughs> that's, that, I mean, he, he was, he was a
1: hundred percent getting these new guys. Um, Seems like it's impossible.
0: And on top of that, guys like Denage and Pink that stuck around and you know practiced their ass off in the gym all summer long. Yep, it's gotten better. So it's it's a cool thing to watch, man. If you hadn't gotten out yet, this La Familia thing is real. These guys believe in each other. Um, They even look. Even okay, the Troy game. Here's something we didn't do well. Uh, We went two of sixteen from three point range. How many times in the last, I don't know, forever could you go two for 16 from three-point range, especially with how the game is being played today, and come away with a victory, right? Yep, yep. Um, To put that in a little bit more perspective, Troy made eight threes total, total, so they had six more threes than we did, but seven of those eight threes that they made came in the second half, but they were still outscored by Southern Miss in the second half by one point. So you could take literally take their best shot. Uh, and, and, and you can have a, a good opponent come in and, and give you their best shot, and you can still uh, take control of the game. Um, you know, when you're not shooting the ball well, that's right. That's great. And look, the crowd's got something to do with that. Uh, we had 16 turnovers total. Swear to God, the three of those turnovers at least were 100% because of the crowd. Yep, 100%. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know how that came across on TV, but man, it, it gets it gets loud. It gets loud in yeah. that joint. Yeah. Um
1: I, mean, I can definitely was really speak cool. to that um, in, during the App State game for sure. Mm-hmm. So and they're just and, they're just moments yeah, it's where it's, of the like App State. It's, it's just kicked around and we get that turnover, get a quick basket, lock down on defense, we're pressuring full court get that turnover, kick it out. That three is busted. We've scored five points in like 10 seconds and we have the other team on their heels. Sure, I mean, it's, it is just a moment where I feel like a, this team doesn't get down very much after watching basketball a lot. Uh, you know, over the years, it's rare for us to get down a lot of points just because of how well we play defensively. We just don't let other teams kind of make big runs on us. Uh, but if we are down, it's, it's, it's quick and we can get right back in a game, you know, with that turnover, hit a shot, get a stop turnover, make a shot. And we just take higher percentage shots. I think that's why our shooting percentage for the year has got to be, uh, way improved over last year. I mean, obviously that's probably goes without saying, but I think that's a lot because we're just taking higher percentage shots, uh, making better passes, getting that open look or kicking it to the guy underneath the basket, making a cut, you know?
0: Oh, the, the passing is, is a thousand percent, uh, better than, I mean, Everything's better than last year. with somebody's passes. Right, it's, 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 it's unreal. And it's from people that you might not expect if you come out to the game. Um, Talking about App State. Another solid crowd, despite the absence of the students and the pep band. The pep band adds a lot to, specifically, the college basketball experience. They hadn't been there. Um, we got this thing rolling despite those two things. Won this game 76-70. to 70, And it was six and a half point spread, by the way. I don't know how the hell Vegas does it. Um, Every Because we were up. Oh, my gosh. I at um, the exact number that we were 20, up. I think at one point. Uh, up. Yeah, 21, 22 points at one point. And then it was like three or four minutes to go
2: up yep. like 11.
0: And then they just could not – they didn't hit the rim for a while. It was just straight nut from wherever they threw it up. I, When I said uh, they – I mean the uh, the App State um, Mountaineers. Um, so, Southern Miss trailed by three points at halftime. The refs were bad. We booed them off the floor into the tunnel. And I don't – wait. I say I don't always blame refs. I probably do. But this was just ridiculous. <laughs> that one that one guy in particular. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. You know, on the heels of that Vegas game. It felt like, you know, this that's what was happening um again. And um and it wasn't great. But uh talk about coaching, talk and and you know, a lot's been said about a player so far, but you know, we got Jay freaking Ladner. Uh, running the offense, and we got Cardona running the defense. We came out in that second half and outscored the Mountaineers forty-six to thirty-seven. Yep, that's an ass-whooping, and that's a lot more points than we normally score.
1: Um, well, I, I, if you um, listen to the post-game, John uh, talked about that to Coach Ladner. and Coach Ladner come out. He came out and said that that first ten or so minutes of the second half was the best we've looked all season. I mean, we. Came out on fire and and uh, just played great on both sides of the ball and you know got way ahead. Um, it was impressive to see you know half, halftime adjustments, the team respond and uh, us kind of take control of that game.
0: Right, and w- one of the main reasons, we can't get out of here talking about the App State game and not at least mentioning mentioning. Uh, Austin Crowley, because he just went off, <laughs> um, 30 points, five Not rebounds, around. three assists and a block if you need him. Yeah. He did turn it over six times, right? Um, there are some passes that he wants back and I heard him on the post game as well make mention of that, but I mean, he made up for it with a great shooting performance going total of a uh, 10 of 14 from the field, uh, four of seven from three point range and six of seven from the line. Uh, All yeah, crucial free throws Talk about you. him for a second.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, those free throws he hit at the end of the game, I mean, we had to make those. He doesn't make those. We, we mm-hmm. probably let them in and win because uh, they were determined to foul instantly, let no time off the clock, and just make us make the free throws. And between he and Hase making free throws at the end of the game, I thought – uh, was clutch. I mean, it's hard to make those free throws when your legs are tired. And you know, he was as fast as Crowley moves around the court. It's it's incredible to watch him because it's like everybody else moves in slow motion and he's doing those cuts around the back to try to get around to hit that three in the, on the in the wing. And uh, he's always in motion. It's like watching Steph Curry uh, play in the NBA. Uh, I don't watch a lot of it, but mm. uh, when I do, he he's the same way. It, it's almost like he's Uh, on another level he moves so much to try to get open and get those shots and and that's what i think of when i see crowley um and when he gets hot i mean i don't like you said i don't think the ball even touches the net i mean it's going in you know it's going in the bench knows it's going in um and it's it's what we've needed it's uh he can pick you up when we're struggling and uh and he is kind of he was kind of the energy in that second half no doubt, uh, Pinckney had a good
0: night—fourteen points and five rebounds in just twenty-four minutes of play. And then Hase—we've uh, mentioned it—you are going to hear his name a lot, right? We've got the shirts, uh, the Hase's Posse shirts. Um, yep. Hopefully, we'll get those out and <laughs> into the world at some point. <laughs> Ran right into a yep. roadblock or two, but um, uh, Hase—thirteen points, six rebounds—and you know, th- there was a there was a book out uh, after the um, the Vegas game too. If you're going to beat Southern Miss, you stop Uh, Hase. Every time he touched the ball, there's two guys on him. um, You know, and – but here's the deal with Hase is that even though he's the big guy and, you know, if you're just looking at it on paper, you're like, well, he's a guy down low that dominates the paint, which he can do. Um, But he's got this incredible vision. Um, He sees the floor and just makes passes that, frankly, I'm not – I don't know. I, I, I was thinking, I know know I've never seen a big man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ladner even told him in the post game, he said, uh, we ran some plays drawn up for him to shoot the ball and he was passing it. And he, Ladner had to tell him like, you're supposed to shoot that shot. You're open. Take the shot. Uh, (laughs)
2: And so Ladner's
1: even telling him like, look, this is, this is a drawn up play for you. You're open. We need you to take the shot, and he's just so humble and selfless and all about the team, and, and loves to make that extra pass. Uh, it's rare uh, in today's yeah. game.
0: Yeah. Right. And, and there's other guys, too. I mean, this team is great, and and we're, we're going to mention a lot of the usual suspects every game, the Crowleys, the Haseys, the Pinckneys. Um, but don't forget, um, I mean, Donovan Ivory can start tomorrow. Yeah. Right. He's one of the better players. He's, he's one of the more athletic guys on the team. He's long. He looks mean out there sometimes. Like, you know yeah. what? If it comes down to like an ISO situation at the end and Donovan Ivory's on the other guy, I feel great. You know, yeah. uh, if we need a big three-pointer, I feel like that guy can do it. Um, Mo freaking Arnold, this guy, another person, another player who has turned just a corner that I'm not sure I ever saw coming. Um, he's doing it at, at a very crucial time right now. With uh, Nefty out, Nico Aguirre, another guy that comes off the bench, that I feel like um, I I really feel like we could take our starting five if they're not doing well, just go like John Calipari used to do with Memphis and be like, you know what, we're putting in a whole new five and not miss a beat. Yeah, Victor Hart, yeah, um, is a stud. Love watching Jeffrey Armstrong play. I mean, he's a guy that man, was just how, how good up was duty. Jeffrey Armstrong um, in
1: the App state game? God. He was Yeah, fantastic. I mean, well, you know, he goes I mean, from last, yeah,
0: the 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 the, the last couple of years just strictly mop up duty, and now he's. I mean, I love it when he comes in. I can't wait two. to watch that guy play D. Yeah. And he's not a he, He's starting to not be afraid to to put
1: up a shot either. Yeah. So it's just cool. Yeah, they, it's cool to yeah, watch yeah, that guy team, play. Uh, um, they, it's just such good vision. He makes that pass. Uh, can handle it well. Can can dribble it around anybody. And, and like I said, he, he takes great, he takes good shots and man, he was critical in those moments in the second half when we needed uh, strong guard play. Uh, Jeffrey Armstrong, really, he was fantastic in the post game interview too. He, I mean, what a, what a head on his shoulders. I don't know if he's going to be a coach one day, but, um, man, I just felt like he had that vibe. What's the part, doesn't he? Oh man. I mean, sounds the part. I think he could, he could start next year. Uh, Uh, I think he's going to be fantastic for us. And and this is what I I think that's what I've told a lot of people about this team. It's like before, I think we had five guys and we may have had two more that could sub in. Uh, Outside of that, we were pretty thin. But this team, it's like, there's 10 people and it really doesn't matter what mix is out there. Uh, They get it done. And there's chemistry. Um, they're exciting to watch. Uh, I can't wait to get back. Um, and the
0: starting and, and the starting and, and the yeah, the starting point guard's still not even in there, <laughs> right? Right, unheard of. So, yeah, let's so let's talk about. So, yes, sitting at thirteen and two and two and zero in the belt. Um, what do we got coming up? Well, we got a four game roadie. And it's going to be tough. Uh, we're going to be at Louisiana Thursday, January the fifth at seven PM. We stay in the state of Louisiana and go to Louisiana Monroe on the 7th. Uh, that says to be announced as far as game time. Hmm. Then a huge, huge, huge game at Marshall on January the 12th. Is that the game that got picked up by ESPN2? I believe so, yeah. I know it was okay, Marshall. We'll check on that and update it. But.
1: Um, I will pull that up while you're going, but I'm, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah. So Marshall's tough. Uh, they're having just as good a season as we are. We're going to be at Marshall. Secrets out. You know, if you're if you're a fan of Marshall and you, you're thinking, I, maybe I don't want to go to that game because Sutter Miss has, frankly, not been very good the last few years. Well, this is now one you're going to show up for, I would think. So, um, so we'll be at Marshall on Thursday, January the twelfth, and then that Saturday. Mm-hmm. January the 14th will be at Arkansas State and that'll conclude a four game road trip um, you know you'd like to think that that you'd like to think that all the games are winnable because we're a pretty damn good team but I mean going on the road in college basketball is probably one of the harder things to do. I, I know it's hard to go on the road in football and in, in, in any sport. Uh, but going in basketball, just for all the things that we mentioned earlier about Reed mm-hmm. Green even being half full, it's a uh, it's just a it's, it's a different animal. Um, it's a different advantage for every team, and um, and we're not going to be back at the greenhouse until uh, Thursday, January the nineteenth, versus
1: South Alabama. So yeah, if I you can come back that, off of this roadie uh man i i was like is that the next time we're in reading green during the app state game in january 19th it seems like an eternity but uh yeah so that so that marshall game will be on espn2 it is an 8 p.m tip off uh 9 p.m east coast okay it's gonna be late for them uh but it will be an 8 p.m central time tip Perfect.
0: Uh, Should be a good one. And if you can come out of that, you know, I think you come out of that three and one, you're in f- perfect shape, right? But I think I think two and two is extremely doable. And four and O is doable. But I'm just saying, if we're be- being realistic here and, and playing devil's advocate and all that, then I think if you ask, I think if you ask Leidner right now, hey, three and one, these next four, all on the road, what do you think? I mean, yeah. traveling half the country, you know? <laughs> I think you'd take three and one, but... Something to look forward to for sure. And then coming back to uh, coming back to South Alabama. Here's here's the thing about that. I don't know if I can disclose it. I, I tell you what. I won't disclose who I talked to about it. But I think that for that South Alabama game, there's going to be a return of a certain um, of a certain timeout uh, uh, promotion or. or happening that goes on during a timeout. You, do you remember surfing with Seymour?
1: I do, yeah.
0: I think that's coming back. I think the targeted date is versus that South Alabama. So, those of you who want to see that come out, um, the person I talked to happens to be dragging their feet on it. Um, yeah. I guarantee they know about it. So, go ahead and make a little noise. That's right. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. And, um, yeah. We'll, we'll see what comes out of that. But, Anyway, man, um, so, you know, that's that's kind of all that I had as far as uh, getting this first episode out there, um, and it, it, listeners, I think it's going to go something like that with some of those uh, different segment segments uh, mixed in throughout, but we are going to keep some things the same, so uh, it's the beginning of the new year, but this is where we do the shout-out segment, so Patrick, do you have any shout-outs and or... New Year's resolutions. Oh
1: man. Put me on the spot. Um I'm good see. at that. Um man. Shout out. I got to go with uh with our good friend, good friend of the show, Matt Rockwell. It was good to see him. Uh I know mm-hmm. His wife, Kimberly, wasn't feeling well, but I, I know that uh, he makes that trip down from Madison a lot and has been in Reed Green a lot lately. And so I know I make that drive a lot for work uh, as well. It's, uh, you know, that 49 North out of Hattiesburg is kind of dull and boring. Uh, you know, you can find you a good podcast to listen to. <clears throat> and um and he makes the drive a little easier so a huge shout out to matt we've become really good friends uh really through the show and through you guys and the roost and um had a good time uh during the two lane game and uh looking forward to 2023 and uh everything that that happens uh in the roost and gosh new year's resolutions man um i don't know i I feel like i really i've got to i've got to get back uh I was really, you know, you're, you're a runner and doing these five K's and, and, uh, anybody that knows me knows if, if somebody with a foodie segment, obviously not going to be a runner. Um, so <laughs> throw that out there. Uh, but I do, I do try to, you know, balance everything out and uh, try to get moving and stuff like that. It definitely helps the golf game. So as much, uh, holiday food and sweets and stuff as I ate, I definitely got to get moving again. Uh, uh, something I enjoy doing, getting up early and getting moving and getting good sweat in before the work day And so looking forward to to that. So always trying to challenge myself, uh, kind of do that and and get ready, uh, you know, for the spring and the summer.
0: Um, and I will give some shout outs as well. Uh, saw Jamie Arrington. Out of the game on Saturday. It's the first game that he's been to Reed Green. Uh, I know since, at least last year, uh, Jamie and I used to sit together, right? Um, Right. Used to drive together to the games. Um, And so it was nice to see Jamie. He came out. Kind of surprised me. I I let him know that we were going to be doing the tailgate, but uh, he came out and joined right in. So that was, it's always good to see him. He's the godfather. Of lots of shit, man. He's like the of hub city comedy yep. and uh, uh to the top talk podcast. And um, I mean, he just does so many things for the city. And I, I, I completely latched onto that and just was along for the ride. And it was it was cool. So it was good to see Jamie out there. You mentioned Rock made the drive down. Uh, the carvers and the grants came out to tailgate. Uh, the, the littlest of all of our tailgaters was little Emmett. Um, which is uh, Emmett Grant um, and Lauren and uh, Reagan's damn, I almost forgot their names. Lauren and Reagan's uh, first child. Yep, yep. So he's been to two games so far, the two that were last week, and he's two and zero. So we got to hey. keep a little Emmett coming out.
1: No pressure, um, Reagan.
0: Yeah, no pressure at all. Uh, Santa was out there. Good, just good time seeing everybody, man. Dylan Bordeaux, almost forgot about him, even though it's written down right here. Dylan Bordeaux. Um so I'm a green in one of the long lines at the concession stand, which is kind of crappy, but also kind of cool because there's lots of people in them. Um he's yep. it a golden eagle great, and uh great to see those guys coming back around. And that's always good to see, man. So anyway, Patrick, that's all I got. Um is there anything else that you'd like to let people know right before we do the famous sign off?
1: man, I don't know. Uh, I I think we reiterate that, uh, that email address one more time. Uh, so again, if you wanted to join that kind of mailbag, uh, you know, if you have a question for us, you have something you want us to talk about, uh, some kind of segment that you're interested in doing a top five or, or you're curious or have a question or want to sponsor, uh, an episode, anything like that uh, throw it in there. It's to the top talk at gmail.com and uh, don't be afraid to reach out send us shoot us a DM on pretty much every social uh, network out there. Uh, Twitter and Instagram were probably monitored the most. Um, so again if you if you need something from us or we can or we can do something or you want to see something uh, let us know And again that's to the top talk at gmail.com. And like I said, I'm I'm honored to be sitting in this chair and excited to see uh, where we go. Awesome, me too. Uh, well, hey, hope you guys enjoyed it.
0: It's the uh, first year. It's the first show with Pilo and, and me. Uh, it's the first show of 2023. The show is still going strong. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.
2: Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you